Hello and welcome back to the girl and the gay podcast. Hi, family. Hello, everybody. Everyone had a great week. We had. I don't know about I you. Know Arnold week, did. I know Arnold did. Um, I had an eventful weekend that was not fun, but it was event. Oh, yours was eventful. I know. It was eventful yeah. in different ways. Yeah. Yes. Sadly, I missed Arnold's birthday. She so. did, but it's okay. She made up for it. She bought me the best birthday cake Yay. ever. And it was amazing. But for those of you that don't know, my birthday was last week and I decided to plan a uh, party all weekend long. Yes. We went out for dinner with like, like it was like four of us, five of us that went out to dinner Thursday night on my actual birthday. Where'd y'all go again? Uh, Boathouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and told my, us this last week. Um, friend that came in okay so she said that i can tell her tell the world now who she is oh good i feel like people maybe have figured it out i think so so if you've been following along you know that i am moving to austin in january and i've been trying to keep a secret as to who i'm moving with just because she wasn't ready to say yet but she was in town over the weekend yep. uh celebrating and if you saw my instagram stories and anything you saw and the I cleanest her- transition Ever, yeah. We did that transition. We both screamed because we were like, "That was perfect." It was literally perfect. And that's one of my favorite audios too. Sorry, it's really such a good audio. I know. And one of my friends slid up and he said, "Who's Ashley?" And I was like, "Get on, get on, <laughs> go TikTok. on TikTok, go yeah. on TikTok, girl." Um, it's my best friend Kezia from yeah. back home. She's gonna be moving with me to Austin. Um, but she was in town, and then I had my other besties, Hunter and Brady, were in town. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, so Thursday, me and Kezia went to the sauna and did the cold plunge. Okay. That was my first time ever doing the cold what plunge. What did you think? I lasted five seconds. Yeah, Riley. no. I've done a colder plunge I, before when I was like little, but never a cold plunge. I filmed it and was like, I can't record this. I look like a, <laughs> I literally was just like trembling and I yeah. got it on my body was like, what the fuck just happened? Did um, you feel any benefits from it? I don't know. He's not doing shot. it again. <laughs> I'll do it again because I feel like there will be benefits if I keep doing it. But right now, I was just in a complete shock when okay. I did it. Okay. And then Friday, we did Pilates at Southern yep. Soul. We did a little Pilates class. And okay. then Saturday, we did Cycle Bar. I mean, it was a fitness-filled weekend. I had a beautiful garden party dinner Friday oh night. God. It was like it was my dreams. perfection. It was of my dreams. I was eating um, a taco at my house. And oh. I, I was like, I can't even look at Instagram right now. It's like, this is, yes, um, you were very, very, very missed. Trust me. Several people were like, where's Riley? And I was like, she's just couldn't make it. So yeah, that's all we, that's, that's, she just couldn't make it. And we were sad, but thank you for the cake. That was an amazing, amazing, I'm glad amazing, the cake cake. Was amazing. It was beautiful. Yes. It looked, yes. It looked really good. Um, it and was then, giving Virgo. It was giving Virgo. And then Saturday, we went to the beautiful Siskin Gala where I wore that custom suit. Which that I, I love. That suit, my tailor, his name is Alexander Byram, if you live in Chattanooga. Um, he spent 14 hours hand sewing that suit. That's crazy. And we partnered with Monica's Bridal and they gave me the applique that went on it. And it was like, I literally was like, if I get married. It's not to ask. Do you think that's what this? you would like want to wear? It's a beautiful white suit. Yeah. A version of that. Yeah. I've already worn that once now. I can't wear it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to have well, different. I'm just kidding. Um, and then Sunday, it's like when everybody left, I just like sat down and was like, oh, it's all over. Everyone's depressed? gone. I feel like you, for me, when I come off of a really busy weekend like that, I do have a moment where I just sit there and I'm like, am I going to cry? I'm not going to cry. Am I going to cry? <laughs> I might cry. But it's just because it's like, I never want it to end. You know, yeah. it's just like having all my people in town at once and yeah. just like seeing everybody. Like, I think that was my favorite thing of my birthday party. It's not even that people came to celebrate me. It was more so just seeing my friend groups 
connect with other friend groups yeah. and make new connections and leave the party with like new friends. I know. I was really sad because I also was just like looking forward to meeting everyone. I know. We'll but have to do it again. Do you want to do it this weekend? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we'll celebrate it again. Going away party. Like, all the vendors are going to make, hey guys, so can we um, just- Riley missed it. It's so so we, we have to, to do, do it again. again. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks. <laughs> we knew it for my, my birthday. Well, yes. I won't be here, but- Wait, where are you going for your birthday? Um, Palm Beach. I know. Could we book my flight too? Yeah. Okay. You would love it. My stepmom will be there. I've been trying to get um, Riley to just hire me as her manny yes. <laughs> with Foster. She would love that. <laughs> Close. Yes. <laughs> Wait, can you all imagine? Just, just- uh, we need to convince RJ of your fee, so that's what we need to be working on. On oh, my fee? It's yeah. not cheap. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need a salary. I need a place to live. I need a car. I need a... <laughs> um, yeah. I, need I think you have to be his wife. <laughs> You're like, I've already- my yeah. <laughs> like, I'm already getting all the perks. So Speaking this of isn't B, you. did you see my video of Foster on TikTok last night? I don't know if I did. Um, We've been like going to Target a lot lately. Oh, I saw, but I didn't have the sound on. And so then you got to listen with the sound. It. Um, RJ was like, you can't go to Target anymore. And Foster's like screaming at him and then oh starts crying because he no. loves Target. Oh, really? Okay, tell me if you think this is like child abuse, like I'm going to be shamed on Oh, uh, God. publicly or if this is a funny like good idea Stay tuned. <laughs> so foster loves target like he's obsessed mm-hmm. and he wants me to drop him off at target which like obviously i'm not dropping him off at target right no. like, i'm not actually gonna drop him off by himself. but i kind of was like curious like if i did drop foster off at target like what would he really do because i could honestly see him like getting a cart and like putting shit in it and then like trying to leave like he doesn't get it you know how we pay yeah 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 so it's like I may like be inside Target already and have RJ like drop him off in oh, well, quotes, yeah. but like I'm literally right behind You're him. Behind he doesn't he realize I'm there, and I'm like, you just fine. Want him to see like what he does. Yes. I have a feeling that he would honestly just like find the his favorite toys. He and knows get... exactly where to go. Oh, and then I feel like he would just find someone random that would look at him and be like, "Oh, cute," and be and he would just hand it to them, and be like, "Buy me this." Yeah, I asked him. I was like, "Who pays for our stuff at Target?" And he said, "The Target people." <laughs> It's like Shit's Creek. That's like it's a write off. Yeah, it's a write off. It's a write off. <laughs> so you think I, that's a good idea? I'm gonna have to do it this weekend. Oh my god, please! I want to come. Okay. I want to be there too. Okay, good. We can wear a disguise. Oh, you miss? Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, and if you were with me, I feel like you would less like less likely to notice me because you'd pay attention. But like, also, like, is someone gonna call child services? They're like, who is this child? I mean, that's my kid. My kid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, but also, if we do it, should he bring his little bitty Target cart? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, cool. We'll just be hiding under the clothes racks, just like watching him yeah. from afar. Also, speaking of Target, I've seen so many like influencers and people posting about all these beautiful clothes off mm-hmm. Target. And I'm like, which motherfucking Target y'all shopping at? No, because Target online is literally hell. And um, I found some overalls I really wanted from Target. Mm-hmm. And I was very um, naive, I guess, because okay. I they only had a zero left. And um, I can't even wear a zero when I'm not pregnant. But for some reason, I thought I could this fall. You're not pregnant, I can wear a zero. I yeah, I have like the opposite of body dysmorphia. Like I think I think I'm a zero when I'm pregnant. Awesome. I bought them. Okay. I actually could like get them on. They were yeah. tight, but so okay. I was like, my, I gave them to my mom. Oh. Um, but then I went back to buy like they only had like zero and a sixteen. Mm-hmm. So then I bought the sixteen. Um, which how did that work? I wouldn't even put them on. Okay. Because luckily I was like stalking them and they finally came back in stock okay. online. And I but it's like, have you seen size. these like matching sets? It's like the vest with the matching trouser pant. That's like super cute. It's giving very much like Abercrombie Express Zara, but they have it like at target price. No, I the will girls say. girls have been posting about all these cute outfits and I'm like, wait, I haven't seen them. Do you go to the like, Dixon Target or the Hamilton Place Target? I go to both. 
I think Hickson Target has better. Hickson has better fashion than the yeah. Target. And they also started life. putting out all their Halloween stuff. Also, Hickson Target is just cleaner. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, always organized. Yeah. The Hamilton Place Target a is a disaster. The Cleveland Target is honestly where it's at, but like, oh, I have heard that that's a good one. Yeah, I'm not driving to Cleveland nobody though. Yeah, um, so Natalie. I like anybody that I know that lives out in Cleveland. They're like, come over, and I'm like, uh, no, I'd no. have to pack two overnight bags. Yeah, no, it's too far. I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, speaking of trying on things that don't fit, um, I tried on an outfit that I'm going to wear for Dare to Drag coming up. Oh, okay. So for those of you that don't know, Dare to Drag is a beautiful event that happens every every year in Chattanooga, and mm-hmm. it benefits local kidney uh, patients. Mm-hmm. So it's a complete fundraiser. We have several local drag queens that perform, and we have several guys that – it's called Dare to Drag because several guys that normally don't do drag dare to, to dress up it. in drag to raise money for the kidney patients. Yeah. And so it's just a beautiful event because everyone performs, but then all the tips, all the ticket sales, everything goes back to the local community. Yeah. And this year we have Miss Van G from RuPaul's Drag Race coming. So I was like, I need a killer outfit. This is my last year getting to do it. Like I, I've hosted it the last few years. I've been on the like, kind of like the committee, if you were to call it, we don't really have a committee, yeah. but I've, I've partnered with them to help them. But I tried on, um, and I actually texted her to tell her because do you remember Gabby's outfit last year from Dare to Dance? She performed in like that metallic silver, beautiful oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah. Somehow all of these curves on this body done fit into that. Wow. Try it on. It was extremely snug, so I at least got to see what it looked like. Yeah. And then we custom ordered it in my size. That's exciting. But I texted her and I said, I just want you to know, I'm fully copying your costume. <laughs> Just in my size. She was like, I'm honored because I feel like you're so fashionable that I'm honored that you is think she that coming? I th- yes, she is. Oh, I think she is. Um, but yeah, so if you guys are free, it's September 15th. It's on a Friday. Yes. It's at the signal. Tickets are on sale. And remember, it's all completely, completely goes to local kidney patients. So yes, it's a beautiful, fun drag event, fun night, but it's all raising money for local patients. So yeah. if if you we will drop the link. We'll post- it is literally yeah, you've been. Yeah. the most fun event I've been to in Chattanooga. I'm not lying. It's like insane how much fun it is. It's I... fun on our end performing, but then it's so much fun to see people's like their faces and like their their yeah. like their hypeness when they're like watching it. I went to a drag show in New Orleans that was supposed to be like the best one down there, like this big brunch. Yeah. And it Dare to Drag knocked it out of the water. Really? Oh my god, it was so much better. Oh, I that makes me happy. I am not kidding. It is one of the most fun like events I've ever been to in Chattanooga. And if you go, you may see the girl on the podcast name somewhere. Yeah. So you and also find it. Stay tuned because we're gonna be doing a little giveaway. Let someone hear that giveaway. Yeah. So yes, stay tuned on all of our social medias this week because we're gonna yes. be posting a lot about it. Yes. Um and then speaking of so I was going to say speaking of social media, but that's not the topic. No. We actually have a topic today, guys. Friends. <laughs> we actually have a topic today. Um, we decided we want to talk about what it's like making, having, curating friendships in your 30s. There's, I don't know if there's anything harder at your, in your 30s. But, but you know what's funny is that when we're young – when we were like in high school and then college, early 20s, mm-hmm. it's like in high school, you're like, oh, it's so hard making friends. College, oh, it's no. so hard making friends. But I honestly feel I didn't have the true college experience. Yeah. But from anybody I talked to, I feel like college was the easiest way for people to make friends. Yeah. I made so many friends. Or so college. many friends now in our 30s. They're like, this is my friend from college and I'm still friends with them. I think the difference is in college, I made a lot of friends, mm-hmm. but they weren't like – the friends I'm making now are like – really close friends i feel like well they're also like everyone's mindset's different in your 30s like you you're done with the bullshit you're you've 
upgraded life in just many ways when it comes to like career yeah. and relationships and marriages and different stuff. So I feel like just already you're in a mind shift. Um, like in college, I was always like drunk and going out. So it's like, oh, I made eight friends at the bar last those night. Were all drinking friends. Yeah, but I'm going to see them at the bar tonight. So now we're best friends. Exactly. But like in reality, like I never saw him again. Like right. I only saw him drunk at the bar. And it's like for even for me now, like when Kezia was in town this weekend, she was like at one point on Saturday night, she was like, I'm honestly kind of overwhelmed at how many people, like how many people you know in town and like yeah. how well connected you are and how you know a little bit about every person. And I was like, I do, I will say I have a lot of acquaintances, have a lot of friends in Chattanooga, but like deep friend connections mm -hmm. is like very few because I'm like, like you said, like yeah. there's a lot of friends that I'm like, yes, I'm friends with that person. I know that person. Yeah. I enjoy that person, but that's like someone that I know through like going out or I know through events or yeah. I know through like different things, like actually making genuine friends. But also too, like, I think you and I have opposite, we, we have similar struggles, but also a little opposite at the same time, because like me being single in my thirties, mm -hmm. most of my friends in my thirties are married, yeah. have kids. So they have a routine. So it's like they yeah. work. They get home. They have to like, like for you, you. Well, I think that's why you and I have routine. such a hard time like getting together outside of the mm -hmm. podcast. And Not people, I think people think like, oh, Arnold and Riley probably aren't actually friends. They're just doing this podcast. I'm like, no, no, we're actually friends. Yeah. We text and we keep up with each other, but seeing each other. And I know if I needed you, I could oh, call 100%. you yeah. and vice versa. Same. Yes, Same. yes. But yeah, our schedules do not align. Well, well it's like at you all. have a nighttime routine that you have to do with your family. You yeah. know, like you, you cook. You and enjoy like I'm dead by the end of the night. Yeah, and like yeah. you have Foster, and then when he goes to bed, that's like your only time you really have yes. with RJ. So you're like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm don't want to sacrifice that. Yeah. And I, for me, I'm over here. I'm like, after like four o'clock, I'm like, who wants to hang out? <laughs> and that's the opposite. I was laughing because I talked to my grandma yesterday on the phone, and like I was on my way home from school. Like our day was ending. Like mm -hmm. I was like, oh good, like we're almost done with the day. Right. And she was leaving the house for the first time to go eat lunch. And I was like, it's so funny. I'm at like this very like early in the day, got to get everything done, right. like kind of stage in my life. And like, yes, you're in like the sunset stage. Well, even for me, like yesterday too, I remember it was like two or three o'clock and I was hanging out with my friend and um, I was like, my day's honestly kind of just restarting again. Like yeah. I had been awake since six and I had everything I was doing that day. But then my afternoon, I had so many things to do. And then I ended up picking up my friend from the airport at midnight. So it was like my day was just starting at like 3 yeah. p.m. I also think it's easier um, for me to make, not easier for me to make friends, but when I do have like a potential friend who also has children, like especially if they're the same age or like close to the it's same easier age, because you have it's like, like an instant date. like excuse uh -huh. and like, it's just easier for me to do something if Foster's also entertained. And like right. that gives me time like you know, if I'm trying, like, if I want to meet you for lunch, I have like a certain window where he's at school. Right. But, like, if I'm trying to meet a friend who also has a four year old little boy or three year old little boy, like, right. that opens up so many more times. And that is, I feel like that is the struggle when you are in different places in your life when it comes to like relationships, just in general. Like, many of my friends are in a relationship, whether it's with their spouse, whether it's with a partner, whether it's with kids, without kids. Yeah. And so it's like the, the ones of us that aren't in a relationship, we tend to hang out together a lot because we it's easier for us to just be like, yeah. it'd be 6 p.m. And I'm like, hey, have you eaten yet? No, I was just thinking about what I want to do for dinner. Cool, do you want to meet me at blah, blah, blah? Yeah, yeah. sure, I'll meet you there in 30 minutes. Yeah. But like, I can't call a lot of my friends that have kids because they're like, oh, we're doing bedtime routine at seven. Like, we can't leave the house. Yeah. Like, you know, this and that, which, and I never get mad at anybody. No, and it. that's, I think that's the most important thing is that like, 
I think also in your 30s, I feel like maybe as we get a little bit older, more people will be like, I feel like we're almost in like a transitional mm-hmm. stage right now. We're like, mm-hmm. I do have friends who are still single or I have friends that are newly married or I have friends with kids. I have some friends I have old, like older kids. Mm-hmm. So there's like so much. Um, so I think just being like flexible is really important yeah. because I'm never trying to hurt anyone's feelings or like, no. but I obviously like fosters needs have to come first. So yeah. like I have to prioritize that. And then everything else like kind of just falls into place with like what I can do or what I can keep up with or. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I think for me, my friend brought up this too. He was like, do you feel nervous or anything about moving to a new city in your thirties? And I was like, Hmm, I don't really know. I haven't really thought about that, I guess. But then it made me think like, I guess it is kind of like something. I don't think it's really actually hit me yet that when I move, I have to make all new like friendships yes. in a new city. Not that I'm going to ignore or leave any of my friendships behind in Chattanooga, but it's like, I have to make friends where I'm yeah, living now. Go grab drinks, go yeah. grab dinner. And like, we're all going to probably, I'm probably going to start meeting friends that are also in their thirties. Yeah. And same thing, like they're going to have the routine. They're going to have like, oh, I usually do Monday night bingo with these people. And it's like, are they going to invite me to come with? Or is that like a thing yeah. that they only do, you know, or it's like, are they going to have kids? Are they going to, so it's just kind of, and it's got to, I think I need to remind myself when I move of like, if I, if someone is not able to hang out or we're not able to make the, like the time to, it's like, not that they don't like me or they don't want to hang out with me. It's that our schedules just don't yeah. coexist any like together. Yeah. Um, I will, my mom, um, moved to, um, St. Louis when it's like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's been trying to make friends there. And it's hard for her too, because even though she's old, like older, um, everybody is so set in their routine. Mm-hmm. And like, I, and it's like, she tries to meet people. Like she doesn't work a traditional job. She's a personal trainer. So it's not like she's in an office and like, people are like, let's go get happy. Right. Hour. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I've like been trying to help her think of like ways to make friends. Have you thought about like, your plan of attack. So for me, what I'm thinking of is I'm definitely going to get back into teaching fitness again yeah. because that is a quick way to meet people. Yes. Um. And so one, joining a gym that has like multiple options to teaching at a gym that has multiple options as yeah. well, because that'll be a quick way where I can integrate with a new community of either friends with like coworkers or mm-hmm. friends with um clients. clients and stuff like that. Y'all have True Fusion there? Yes. That's where we went. True oh, Fusion. That's where I'm my a- mom just started. Um, oh, really? Did they have one in St. Louis? Yeah. Oh, no way. I'm obsessed with that. That place because literally me and your mom i am actually your mother you Riley. <laughs> reincarnated yeah. even though she's not dead um <laughs> but um so true freezing what i loved about it and i think we i may have talked about this before but what i loved about it too is that like it has it offers pilates bar hit classes cycle and yoga so like the one in austin has two yoga rooms one yeah. is the zen room one is like the regular room it has a full cycle studio yeah and it has two other rooms like the one room that we were in doing hot pilates had 60 people in it and it was waitlisted. My mom did Pilates at True Fusion oh, yesterday. It's so good. One of my mom's hardest issues is that um, she's in her like mid 50s, which I don't know, she might be early 50s. She's going to kill me when she listens to this. But, <laughs> um, she's like not your normal 50 year old woman. Like no. her workout level is better than like mine. But she's been in it for a while. So yeah. she, her, yeah. But all her classes she goes to aren't like t- like 50 year olds. Like it's usually like uh, younger, younger people, girls. Yeah. Um, which, like she'll talk to, but they're not going to have like, they're trying to be best friends with like, they're not going to do like, let's go grab a drink. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're not prone well, to. Yeah. I told her, I was like, you may have to do like an old lady Pilates class. Like not in a mean way, but right. like a very slow, like stretching type class mm-hmm. to meet some older women. Or, or yoga. Yoga yes. is where you have a, I feel like yoga is the best 
if you're trying to meet friends in the fitness industry, yoga and cycle, I feel like are two that are really good because they're not as like, like people that are prone to going to like throw a shit ton of weight around like at a gym are usually (laughs) people like our age that are, you know, so that's like where you would go to like meet people. But I feel like for someone that's in their forties, fifties, like you probably would meet someone more likely at a cycle or yoga because that literally encapsulates anybody. Because I remember when I was coaching cycle, even here too, I remember being having people in class that were in their early 20s and then like 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s. Yeah. Like every age group was there. And same thing with yoga. People of every age group do it. Um, My mom joined a yoga studio and you can't talk before class so i'm like oh, okay, God, really? in a different one you're not gonna make friends just yeah, looking at no. people you're like what do you just do just no. stare at each other okay so it's a good um sorry workout classes are a good place to meet people i definitely think i made a new friend this year from my pilates yeah mm-hmm. yeah i feel like it's the easiest way now some people are gonna be like well i don't work out like i don't really like do my thing so then for that i feel like there are like chattanooga has some of these too and i've seen that austin has them and a lot of cities have it too like these like groups where it's like like Chattanooga has Chattanoobies. I don't know if they mm-hmm. still like meet up to be honest. And I'm sorry if I'm putting the wrong information out there, but I remember Chattanoobies a few years ago. And I think I went to like one event because it was just like new people moving there. And it was a yeah. way to like interact. I know Austin has hot girl golf. Oh, cute. And so it's like a group of like a big group of like girls that just go play golf on yeah. a certain day of the month together. That's fun. And um, so it's we like there's- We have a mom walks group, which I, feel, I know walking kind of falls into working out. I was going to say, and I see the golf and I'm like, that's also fitness. I know. Are we- <laughs> okay. <laughs> but- so you guys, you got to get into fitness to make friends. Um, no. no, but I even feel like going to like, um, well- Even just me- going to a bar and sitting at the bar and making yes. friends that way. I mean, not everyone is prone to be super extroverted and go up and talk yeah. to someone, but nine times out of 10, someone- will find you mysterious because you're sitting at the bar by yourself. And sometimes you don't even have to spark up the conversation. Yeah. Someone will start talking to you. Like start reading a book at the bar. That's usually – that's the mysterious way for someone to be like, what's, what's this person's story? Yeah, and what are you reading? Like that's a good way to mm-hmm. like intro into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I met a, I've made two new friends this year like mm-hmm. that are like – have become like – I feel like I could call them like a good friend. Yeah. Um, and one I met at the park mm-hmm. – Um. Almost like two years, almost two years ago, I met her at the park oh, nice. and her little boy was so cute. And I was like, oh, I love his outfit. And I like never got her name or her number or anything. And I was like kicking myself. I was like, right. that could have been like a real mom friend. Right. Yeah. Um, fast forward to fall of last year. He was in Foster's class. Aww. I know. And I was like, I was kind of nervous because like, oh my God, what if she didn't remember me? But yeah. I was like, I met y'all at the park that one day. And she was she like, remembered. oh yeah. And like, now we're good friends. Oh, that's and, good. Like, her little boy like love each other even like the park like if you have kids go to the park mm-hmm. conversations there if you don't have kids and you have a pet go to the dog park oh yeah. i know so many or, people like, what's that one with the alcohol sit play walk pint play pint. watch pint yeah but even just like in any city you could go to like a dog park and i feel like that's where you can meet people because that's a, those are like-minded people like you they obviously love their pet and they're coming and you know yeah going to the dog park so that's a good way to do it um there's also i've i don't know okay. if i would actually do this myself but there's a lot of travel companies now and travel agencies that mm-hmm. do travel for like people traveling solo, but like traveling a with a group. group. Yes. I've seen those. Those look fun. I actually know someone I think here locally that's gone on a couple of them and he loves them. Like he just goes, like he doesn't invite any of his friends. Yeah. He just solo like goes, but he makes connections and makes meets people because yeah. you're on a four or five day trip. You yeah. know, y'all are all staying in the same place together. So you end up leaving with friends. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Um, I don't know. I've never specifically seen one that like leaves from Chattanooga. Have you? 
No, not from Chattanooga. Most of them are like out of Atlanta and stuff like that. But like you you just have to get yourself there. I would really like to go to a um, like a Pilates retreat or like a wellness retreat next summer. I have been really thinking about that. I think that's going to be my like post baby treat. That would be really cool. You want to come with me? Yes. My friend, um, I have two friends that actually just went to one earlier this year that is a like yoga slash music festival at the same time. Like it's small. It's not like it's it's ticketed. It's not like thousands of people that go. But like you're, it's based around wellness, around like music I and yoga. I like to go to one. I don't want it to be like so extreme. Like maybe if I have like a margarita at night. Like if we're like right, in yeah. Mexico, I want to have a margarita or like right. something like that. But I would love to do like really clean food and like mm-hmm. Pilates and like just some time. Yes, I think that'd be so great. I've seen, um, I've seen those, and I have friends that have done them, and they said great things about them. And um, that's kind of like on my list of things to do. Okay, it's well, just like go to like a retreat like that. Well, I think it'd be great. Let's do it. Let's do you want to talk it. about losing friendships in your 30s? Girl, because damn, this year and last year have been that year for me. Um, I feel like you're at like a... Here, we can pause. Okay. I don't know who this is. Okay. And random men bringing thousands of dollars to your door. You would think RJ would be like, hey, this guy's dropping off some By money. Way, yeah, or what if I wasn't even here? Right. Okay, we do need to talk about this. Well, you have to me five times. <laughs> Okay, so just so y'all know, we edited out the part where um, Riley got a knock on her door because we're at Riley's house today, and this random man comes and drops off this wad of cash because I guess he's buying something from RJ. Oh, like but he just R- took the key out of RJ's boot. And but like Riley had no idea. She's like, RJ isn't even texting me. Fun fact: RJ texted her five times. To okay, tell but her. actually, it's all pictures of Foster from like I don't know what he's going down memory lane. I guess on his phone, it's literally like with Santa Claus. <laughs> Not not even telling you that there's a random man about to bring you a ton of money oh, and take a truck. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. okay. All right. Anyway. We were talking about friends and And then I wanted to talk to you about like losing friends. Yeah, for for me personally, I feel like I've lost a lot of friends or just grown distant or just different things with friends over the last mm-hmm. like two years especially. Yeah. Um there's a couple of friends that I thought I was going to be like lifelong friends with that now we're cordial. We see each other, but like we don't check in, we don't hang yeah. out, we don't we don't even wish each other happy birthday, like little stuff like that, that I don't think it's meant to be like harmful or like mean. It's just like, we've just drifted apart so much. But yeah. So I actually, it like resonated with me yesterday. I went to my first like Reiki chakra class. It was more just educational. Yeah. And she said something about like, so if you don't know much about Reiki or yeah, chakra. No, can you, I don't. So, can so you give Reiki is energy. Okay. And she was just talking about, it, and she's a licensed Reiki master right. thing person in Tennessee. And so she was talking about how Reiki is energy and how energy flows through us and you can feel, you can feel other people's energies, like different stuff. Cause, um, like, have you ever had those days where, cause I've actually felt this where it's like, you're having a really, really good day and then you have an interaction with someone. And even though y'all both had a great conversation, you leave and you're like, all of a sudden I feel like, ugh, like my mood just completely yeah. changed. And she was just talking about how like you feed off other people's energy and sometimes you have to just like release that energy back out. And so it was just like some of the stuff I like was resonating with some of the stuff. I was like, that sounds weird, but whatever. But one thing she said that stuck out to me was that when you're like in your healing era, which for me, I think I've been in a version of healing. I don't know what I've been healing from, but for like the last year specifically, maybe even the last six months, I feel like I've been healing quote unquote, like realizing that I need to move away. I need to do new things. And so it's like a healing stage for me. But she was saying that like, 
nine times out of 10, when you're in a healing stage and someone else isn't like, and when it comes to friends, like your energy levels become off balance and you just tend to drift away or you just tend to feel like this person is like a negative energy in my life yeah. now, not even that they may be a bad person to you or like their energy becomes, you're like, this is starting to feel like toxic, but it's because yeah. like you're healing and they're not. So that they're putting out this negative energy in a sense, because they're almost like not in their healing era. Yeah. And I feel like even yeah. as of recently, like I've had some friends where I felt that where it's like, we're in just different stages of life. And it's like, I think I'm growing and moving in the right direction. They may be growing as well in their own direction. It's just, yeah, doesn't work. I mean, but to me, my friendships, I don't know if you're, I feel like you are like this as well, but for me being an only child, my friends are my like siblings to me, like my close friends, like yes. those people that I'm like, I'm here for you. I'm ride or die for you. Yeah. And I put 110% into my friendships. I would, I'm not an only child, but I think because I have such a large age gap with my siblings mm -hmm. that I definitely like feel that way too. And right. like, um, I had a friend like that was my best friend. Um, I don't, you probably don't even know this girl or know what happened, like any mm -hmm. of this. Um, I'm not going to get into the details. Right. But, um, we're out there. I'm just God, no. <laughs> um, but I like, there was a while where we were just like fighting a ton and we go like months without talking. And then we finally got into like a huge fight. Like it was the end. And that was like over two years ago. And it was like absolutely meant to be like, and I hate that it had to be like such a definite like right. if I saw her, like we would not talk to each other. Like it's like that. But yeah. I feel like that needed to happen with us. Right. Um, and I definitely like think we're in two different places now and like it was meant to be. But I do have other friends that um are just in different stages of their life right now. Do you also feel like you have friends that are understanding that you're in different places of life and are okay with it and other friends that don't understand oh it. Oh my God, absolutely. Okay uh, Kaylee, which she won't, she listens every, mm -hmm. I, she's like my one friend that listens every single week and I Love always that. talk about her and yes. she's always texting me. She's like, you talked about me. She was like, that sweat last, she's like, that sweater was a good purchase. I don't <laughs> remember that. Um, hey Kaylee. Kaylee's absolutely my best friend. We've been best friends for like, uh, like seven, like 16 years now oh, wow, or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time. And she lives in a different city. She's not married. She has mm -hmm. no kids. She like weird could not be in two more different places. Right. And yeah. like it's never an issue. And like she is so great about like being understanding. Like she knows like what my priorities are and like right. accepts that. And I know like um she does have a more serious boyfriend now. We're actually talking like, do you think you'll marry him? Or like and thinking about her having kids and stuff. And it's yeah. so crazy because like I can't wait for her to be in that stage. But now you get to see her in that stage yeah. she's seeing you in and it, like yeah. she's been so supportive and stuff. And I have more friends. Like I'm not just saying Kaylee. So like if you're listening to other friends, I'm right. but like that's just your example. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But I do have friends too. Sorry, that are like in a different stage and like so like hard on me about like if I'm like not great about like right. I have trouble with like communicating right now. And like I have a three-year-old who like is my priority and a husband that works all the right. time. Which yeah. Like, care. And I need people who are understanding of that. And it's not that I'm mad or don't want to be friends with those people, but I have like, I'm kind of just taking a step back. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, I'm currently dealing with something like that now with a friend of mine that I've had for a few years that I just also like most of my friendships, if they end for a reason, like mm -hmm. for some reason, like we don't really like, 
I've had friendships end over the last few years that I've just been like, you know what? I think that one was meant to end. And I think like this particular friend, like I've been like fighting to keep it. And I don't really like, I'm starting to realize that I just need to just fully just step away and the universe will just bring us back together if we're like, if we need to. But I, I think it is definitely that we're in two different places of life. Um, I don't think that I've been extremely like rude or bitchy about like, Oh my God, you're not making time for me. I was at the beginning, I will lie, because they're in a new relationship and they're they're in a beautiful relationship and I yeah. love seeing it flourish and I love seeing them grow. And I think it's, I think they're meant to be together kind of thing. But at the beginning, I definitely was a little like, oh, like I'm, this is weird because our friendship, uh, our friendship for the, the entire durality of our friendship has always been us just mm-hmm. two single gay men just out here, just living life. Yeah. And so now it's just been an adjustment. But I just think we are definitely, I mean, with me moving and yeah. this person is still like, adjusting to this new like lifestyle of just being in a relationship and just doing all these things. And so it's like, I mean, it just, I think we're just, we're in this place where we just need to just pull away and just kind of figure, protect our peace, figure things out for a little while and then just see what happens. And honestly, if it's meant to be, if I see this person, I'll say, Hey, I'll check in, but I just think we both just need some time right now. And I think it's like what, but most of my, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like most of my friendships I don't have to do this with. So this is like something new for me. Yes. Like having to like take space from a friend and then come back. Like I normally don't have to do that. And I've never really had to do that. Like with Kezia, we've been best friends since 2009 and we've been great, but also we've been long. Like we lived together. We lived in the same city for years, but as of late, you know, our -hmm. our friendship has been long distance and it's been amazing though. Yeah. Um, And, but yeah, so it's just, yeah. Friendships are just weird. Friendships are like a really just weird thing. Especially as you get older. And I think it's also different too when I have like for me, I don't have a spouse, a partner yeah. to spend quality time with. So like my friends that do have a spouse, a partner, someone at home, like that's your built-in quality time, whether yeah. you like it or not. Like you don't you are stuck with that quality time. Yes. You know, so it's like sometimes those friends don't have to go out and seek it. So it's easier for them to pull away yes. from other friends because they're like, I have what I need here at home. And it's like on the other end, some of us that are single, it's like, yeah, but we still need y'all to Absolutely. be in our lives because we still need that quality time fulfilled because it's not. So yeah, friendships are just tricky, but I mean, it's just a part of life also too. I also think like, I think part of your whole year is like you are making space for what's important uh-huh. and clearing the rest out because you're going to have so many new like people in Austin that you're like- Hopefully, speak it into existence. <laughs> yes. No, you are. You're going to like thrive and meet so yeah. many people. And like, it's going to be incredible. I'm excited. I mean, I'm very sad to, it's like, it's weird because like now that like I know for sure, like I have a limited amount of time in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. I feel like some of their opportunities that I've been wanting to happen for me are happening now. And I'm yeah. like, so it becomes that weird thing of like, damn it. Like, yeah. Am I meant to leave? Which I know I am. Like, I yes. know deep down I need to leave. Yeah. Even if it's just a year. I need to leave. I need to learn new yeah, things. I need to back. level up yeah. and then come back. But it is, you know how the universe works. It's I like know. when something's meant to happen, something big's happening, it's almost like things start happening that you're just like, oh shit, wait, it's making me question it. Like, am I supposed to do it? But I'm like, no, I, I need to. Like, yeah. I need to go and do this. I think it's a wonderful move for you, for your personal life, for your business, for your love mm-hmm. life. I definitely definitely my love life because it's not it's been non-existent for years someone the other day which i was like oh well you definitely don't listen to our podcast one of my (laughs) friends was like why is arnold moving and i was kind of giving them the you just pull up your spotify you start playing the podcast (laughs) yeah no but i was like i was telling them i was like you know i feel like he's really maxed out here like with work and everything and plus like 
he, we both think, I mean, I'm, we've talked about this, like mm-hmm. he dated it. Like, so like, I don't think there's that many new people coming to Chattanooga. Where, no, like, especially not like in the gay community. Yes. Like we've had some great people move here, but they're all boot up. Like they're all couples, yes. which has been beautiful. And I've met so many of them and they're fun to hang out with, but it's like, mm-hmm. I need to find my person. Yes. Like, and eventually, and I just feel like I have I either a, a been holding myself back because of like, of many things, but B, I just need a new change of scenery to just put myself out there. Yeah. To date, it's gonna be weird dating. Like I think I actually think I talked to Kezia about this other day. I think I'm gonna make a series when I move to Austin of just like, all right, here is I'm going on date number one in Austin. I can't wait. I'm going on date number two, date number three. Watch, yeah. it'll be two years. Be like, oh no, we where's that series? I'm be like, I ain't got on no dates. <laughs> no, you. you I'm gonna force you to go on dates. Please. I'll do your bumble like I did Kaylee. Can you can you just set them up for me and just tell me, hey Arnold Thursday? She said I was horrible at it, so I can't even imagine trying to talk to gay guys. I can't even talk to straight men. You text me and you're like, hey Arnold, so next week I have three dates for you. One's on Monday, one's on Thursday, and then the other one's Saturday. You're gonna go here, here, here. I would that would be a dream. You need to talk. Maybe there's like a matchmaker. Oh my god, that'd be great. They really might have a matchmaker. Do we have one here? Not a matchmaker that I know of. But you know what I'm talking about, like Patty yeah. Stinger, yeah. Yes, like yeah. what was it, million dollar matchmaker yeah. or something? Like that, million dollar that. something. Um, I would love that, like someone that like yes. just listened to everything that I need and then paired me up with somebody. I don't know. I've even thought about going and like in Austin. I don't know if they have this, but like if they have those like, ew, not speed dating, but like those like, like the vintage speed dating. I feel like it's so like nostalgic. I it, only say that yeah. because it's always on like older shows. That it I is. Watch, like, it, like, I feel like it's not like a yeah. thing anymore now. Where they like ring the bell. Yes. Do you remember? Oh my God. Do you remember the next bus? Oh yeah. Should oh. we bring that back? Can we bring that back? I honestly feel like the nineties is getting like a nineties, re- early two thousands. They're like, still doing resurgence. like, you remember the real world, real world road rules yeah. challenge. They're still doing that. But it's just called the challenge now. I didn't even know MTV was still a thing, honestly. Oh, same. But some of those on? people that are on the challenge were mm-hmm. on the original ones back in like the two thousand early two thousands. Still doing that? Shit? I'm like, aren't y'all in your forties and y'all yeah. are still doing this shit? No, but should we ask to bring the next bu- next bus back? That's like a. Do you remember twister. how chaotic that was though? Yeah, room raiders. <laughs> room raiders. I would die. I was so nervous for you to even come over to my place. Like, imagine someone going through your stuff. But like, can you? It's so funny how those shows, like now, if those shows try to happen now, everyone would have something to say. They'd be like, oh my God, that's an invasion of privacy. That's this, that's that. But like all those shows back in the day, Pimp My Ride was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. With dating or anything, but Pimp My Ride. I used to love how they would take the shitty ass car yep. and they'd be like, all right, now you got a soda fountain machine. You got a waterbed in the back. You got an ice yeah. cream maker. You got a disco ball. You got a club that pulls out from the side. And you're like, how did you do this? Yeah, I miss those shows. I mean, bring the next bus is what Speaking I want to bring back. Speaking of being offended, have you seen the viral egg challenge? <laughs> yes. What are your thoughts on it? You know, people are getting like, dr- like Natalie got drugged for. Right, so she posted that. that. She said that, like, I guess people were dragging her in her comments. About that, but I'm like, it's just a fun chat. Like, it's it's harmless. I like, like, like when people broke. I like when I saw it. Like, I never thought that. But um, when I like a woman explained, like, oh, your child's excited to bake with you, and then you're like embarrassing them, them for like social media views. I will say, like, I don't have kids, so I feel like this is just a very just throwing out an opinion because. I don't know what it's like with children, but I will say like, I would prefer to watch those with like spouses being funny than to prefer to like parents to do it to kids. I also think not that I'm not going to do that. I mean, I'm going to drop my child off at Target, but (laughs) (laughs) like I bake, 
I like cook with Foster all the time. So it's already like something we do together. So I feel like if we were doing that and I smashed the egg, and then- it wouldn't be like, oh, I finally let him in the kitchen and he's so excited and then I ruin his day. Like it's just another day of us baking. Because he's already used to it. Yeah. So yeah. I think it really depends. And like, honestly, if we get to the end of his childhood and the worst thing I've done to you is crack an egg on your head, like right. I probably was a pretty good parent. Have you seen though where there's like a law now and I think like Idaho or somewhere yeah. that protects kids from being, which honestly I think is- I don't know. I, I This is going to be controversial, I'm sure. But it's like, because there are so many parents that share their kids on social media just as like, as a, as a way of just like being involved in life, which is fine. Yes. But there are so many parents that like make their kids do stuff on social media for money because yeah. they know that this kid will make them money. Like they're making them do get ready with me's at like three years old. They're yeah. making them do makeovers. They're making them do voiceovers and this and that. And it's like, because they think that they're going to make it a profit of it. I'm like, if there's one thing if you're just like showing like, oh my God, look at this cute video of my little kid doing this. Yes. Versus telling your kid, okay, Capturing now get in front of the camera. And, yes. Yeah. Don't create content with your child. Just capture the content. Um, and I will say every Sorry. once in a while, yeah. it's something like I do a lot of like sensory bins with Foster. And yes. that's something I'm doing for him anyway. It's so not like I'll you're making it, it. You're doing it to like create content. Yeah. Yes. I never would just be like. Well, maybe besides the Target thing. But honestly, <laughs> even if I didn't film it, that's like my own curiosity. We would actually just do that, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I really am just curious. Like I wish Foster – because he's like very independent. I wish I could just see what he would like do a day on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, strap a GoPro to his head. Oh, that's a good idea. But yeah. still need to follow him. Obviously, yeah. yes. Um, I don't know. That's something that's like I feel like becoming more prevalent is like people not sharing their children on social media or like mm-hmm. hiding their face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean it's definitely something I, ta- I think about a lot. Um, and I'm not even to the level of like some of these people have like millions of followers and are like well, showing like, their kids taking a bath. Like that's crazy to me. Well, they're like Avery Woods, love her on TikTok, yeah. follow her, her and Emily Besties. I want to meet them. But um, Avery like has spoken on it many times where she's like, I show my little ones because they're not in school. They're not, they don't have phones. They don't have anything like this. Like I can show them, but she also same thing. Like she captures content versus yeah. creating content. Like she's not kids. forcing her kids to do something. No, she's just yeah. capturing the moment. But she says she's like, cause people are like, Oh my God, you don't show your older kids. Cause I think she has two step kids. They're like, you don't show your older kids. Like you obviously have favorites. She's like, no, my older kids have to go to school or with like phones. doing their own thing. And yeah. yeah. And she's like, and they've been bullied in the past because I showed them. I also Something people talk about too a lot is like, what are your kids going to do when they get to middle school? Well, honestly, when Foster gets to middle school, I think social media, like look how huge it is already Mm -hmm. in our life. I think it's going to be such like a normalized, like huge part of our life, like Ew. technology. Is it going to be one of those things where every kid is doing a get ready with me at school? Probably. It's pro- like, filming it's a day probably in the life at school. And I'm not saying I like that or want that. I just I don't think want that. social I just- media is becoming such like a common thing. Like, What's crazy to me though, like, and this is going to be crazy coming out of my mouth probably, but as someone like me, that's like someone like us, that's very involved in social media on a day-to-day basis. If, and when I have kids, I don't want them to be an iPad kid. No offense to anybody that has iPad kids. I think that's fine. I just, I think because I grew up on a farm, I grew up with no, like we had a computer, but it's when I was like in high school, we got a computer because I needed it for school. But like I grew up going outside, being outside, learning how to entertain myself yeah. With like normal things that I kind of just, that's nostalgic to me. Yeah. And that's kind of just what I would want my kids to do. Now, if they want a phone in middle school, I got a phone in middle school. I will say, you know, I've told you a million times, like Foster, I, he has screen time. We're not like a no screen time family. But 
he's not never going to just sit in front of the TV for hours on out, like on end. He mm-hmm. like has too much energy. Right. Um, and there are some days where like, I've been with Foster. We wake up at, say we wake up at six 30 in the morning. I have been with him all day. We've gone to the park. We played, right. we've done every single thing together and we go meet RJ for dinner. I'll let him watch a video on my phone because, right, because he's been active all yes, day. And, but I can see, but it's also hard because you see those people out and they don't know what we've done today. They could maybe think like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So They're just prejudging and just like, yes. yeah, that you're doing the right thing. And again, and I say all this now, but I'm sure when I have kids, it's going to be completely different. Oh yeah. I'm sure it'll be 100% well, different. And there's also days where like we do, like we'll go out. I mean, I don't, every time we go out to eat, I don't give them a phone. Right. But some days are harder. Some days I don't feel good or I'm tired. Like I'm like, I just really need you to watch this video so I can eat my dinner right. for a second. Yeah. There is one creator on on um TikTok. I don't remember her Instagram handle right now, but she has this beautiful um family and she gets bashed because she doesn't let her kids get on like screen time too much. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Their way, like she they took away phones for dinner, but her kids are like eight and ten. But when yeah. they go to dinner, she took the phone away um, because she said that what she realized, she did a whole video on it the other day, what she was saying, what I realized is that when my kids were on their phones, like watching these videos, it just made them even more rowdy because they're watching this cartoon, yeah. they're watching this, and it, they get excited, it like sparks their energy. So then when they get home, they're just like insane, insane, yeah. and trying to get them to go to bed is insane. So she's like, now the rule is you don't take your phone with you to dinner, you take a book. Yeah. It could be a coloring book, it could be a reading book, whatever, but they take a book. Yeah. And so they're at the, because people are like, oh, that's worse just to like have your like kids sitting there reading a book and not talking to you. And she's like, no, they bring it as an option if yeah, they, they want to do it. I just would not rather them have their phone. Then same thing. Like when, when they, like she, for like, she kind of does force them. She's like, hey, I need you to have like reading time today. Yeah. But I'm like, it, people are going to get bashed for it either way. Like, she gets bashed because anything, she doesn't right? want her kids to have a lot of screen time. People get bashed if they do have so much screen time. Like, people are going to have an opinion on everything you fucking do. So There's if you feel confident moms about it, just do it. There's some TV in their house once they have a kid because they don't want, like, their children seeing it in the background. Yeah. Like, and honestly, whatever you want to do. Like, I don't – As long honestly, as you feel confident about it, yeah. Child, like, as long as, as long you're a good safe. parent, yeah. they're safe, they're loved. Like, give them screen time, don't give them screen time. But whatever say, people did, say about it, just fucking do it. I know. Did you know, though, that, like, different shows – like stimulate your child more. Uh-huh. Like it's so crazy. Uh-huh. Foster has this one show he likes and I like rarely ever let him watch it because it's like these two worms and you would think like, first of all, you'd be like, why the fuck do you even want to watch this? Right. It's like two worms like doing the most random shit, but they're like really short episodes. Mm-hmm. And I think like the short episode turnover, like someone's probably listening. They know the science behind this. And they're like that, like she's an idiot, but <laughs> it's just what I've observed. Right. Like the short episode turnover, like, stimulates him more than like if we watch a movie or something like mm. because it's like one long like sometimes we'll even watch a movie and he'll fall asleep in it i was gonna say because maybe the short term it's like he's watched this and then it got him all rowdy and excited after a 15 minute and then yeah. he's still got all that energy to let out versus like if he's laying down on the couch i mean it's like same thing as an adult like if i watch one quick tv show i'm still gonna get up and like do stuff throughout yeah. the day, but if I like embed myself no, in the couch even if to watch he a movie, watched, say he watched an hour of the worms or an hour of a movie, like I think because like the episode starts and it's really short and then it ends and it starts like it's never like calming, maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just something I've noticed. So like that's a show we don't watch, and okay. there are like um less stimulating shows that parents right. are like this is better for your child. Of course, right. doesn't really like my this. friend Aubrey. She um we went on a bachelorette trip recently earlier this year to Atlanta, and she there was one night we got back in town. We got back to the Airbnb and we were just like tired, so we all took a gummy and got mm-hmm. high as shit. And she has a 
a baby he just turned one but it's mm-hmm. like these little like stimulating shows that are just like these little fruits and apples yeah, like coming across the screen she was like honestly they're so fun to watch if you're drunk or high and just yeah. sit there and watch them we did we just got high and just sat there and watched it and we were all like this is amazing yeah that's oh, it's like, this is amazing. Like, this is what it feels like to be a kid. Well, now that I've um, irritated all my friends and probably pissed off all the moms, it's time to go. <laughs> Yay. Um, well, thanks, guys, for tuning in to another episode. And um, I know we keep saying it, but I promise we have some really fun guests in the works. The yes. biggest issue with us not having a guest right now is just scheduling. Yeah, but we're like with fall, everything like kind of slowing down. So we have those on the yes. pipeline. Don't forget. Pipeline? Yes, pipeline. Yeah. Date or drag, September 15th. We'll post the link for more deets. And then honestly, we want to hear from you guys about like your friends. Yeah, like, that's what it's like, like. What do you think about what we're saying today? Yeah, do you agree? Do you disagree? What are some tips you have that we can share with other people about making friends in your 30s, keeping friends in your 30s? Do you have a crazy friend story? One day I'll have to tell my full friend story, but maybe Ooh, when I'm I don't know if I have something. a crazy friend story. I have a couple, but I also just don't know if I want to. I know. It's like, even if I don't say the people's name, people will probably figure out who it is. So I'm, I can't really say. Yeah, people much. listening probably could figure out who I'm talking about. I don't know who you were talking about. Okay, well, I'll tell you one day. I mean, I'll tell you whenever, but not <laughs> Okay, right we're now. long enough now, so you can tell me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See y'all next week. Next week. Bye.